Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen, and I feel good. I feel good talking to you guys. I believe this is episode nine since I started, and with each episode, it becomes a little bit more natural, a little bit easier. I heard something the other day from Dr. Jordan Peterson, the same person that I've talked about before on this podcast, and he mentions that the clinical psychology states that people don't become less afraid, they become braver. And I've noticed that with myself when it comes to this podcast. And it's not that it's not scary and I'm not still a little nervous and I guess excited to do it. It's the fact that I, I put myself out there and I tested the waters. I dipped my toe in the water and I'm I'm still not fully emerged into the water yet, but I slowly put myself in there and the feedback that I get and the quality that I feel that I put out and I know that as I as I continue that it's only gonna get better and I'm only gonna be become more more fluent and have my thoughts crafted and executed the way that I want them to because one of the things that I've always struggled with is putting my thoughts into words. I struggle with writing. I struggle with speaking sometimes because there's words that I want to use or there's feelings that I want to convey that don't necessarily come out because I just physically can't find the words if that makes sense. So I just I truly just can't find the words to display and to to put out there what exactly I'm feeling or what exactly I'm thinking. And I want to share I want to share my thoughts and I want to be somebody that's open and morally morally honest with you as as far as I can be because one thing that I've learned over the course of the last 5 6 years is and it's and it hasn't been just one big leap, but one of the things that I've learned is people that are happy, people that are more fulfilled, don't care about tearing other people down. They are more concerned with building people up, and that's something that I feel that I've tried to execute over the last few years, and it's gotten even better the last year, year and a half. I I've always thought. I've always claimed to be as least judgmental person as I possibly can be. And I think I need to attribute that to my mom, the way she raised me, uh, my siblings, my friend, my communities that I, that I grew up with, and my close friends. But I, I truly think that or I try to be as least judgmental as possible, and I still am judgmental, and that's just human nature. But I want to be the person that doesn't look at somebody and thinks, oh, well, this person got lucky or this person didn't work for it. Regardless of the situation, they have no effect on me. If I used to be the person, there was times where I used to be the person of saying, hey, that person works out too much. That person has only cared about their looks and that person is at the gym too much. And then in some aspects, I became that person. And I started to realize that that person put in the hard work to get to where they are. And that person that I used to complain about is the same person that I want to be. 
and it was just easy for me because I would complain. I would, I would say it's not fair because they look like this or they're, they're genetically superior than me. And yes, genetics does play a role into some, some parts of physical and mental fitness, but at the end of the day, you have to work with what you got and successful people at the end of the day, people that are happy and fulfilled, don't tear other people down. They want to see other people succeed. And that's, that's something that has really hit home with me. And one thing that I've, that I've also learned is out of all the domains of life that we have, our financial life, our careers, our, our like marriage life, our, you know, relationship type life, uh, whether you're a parent, a friend, all these other domains that make you a full, well-rounded person, they have one thing in common. And that thing in common is you. It's, it's your network, and you're in the middle of that network. And fitness, not only for the physical looks, but for the mental, the mental gains, the the, the brain chemistry that happens when you exercise regularly, that has been something that has improved all other areas of my life. And maybe not doing fitness in general will directly correlate to making you more rich. Now I am trying to do and I am doing fitness-related stuff, so coaching, uh, the podcast. That is my domain. That's my career domain. But if it's not yours, let's say you're an accountant, what what fitness in that, that mental and physical exercise gives you is confidence. So bettering yourself, going to the gym, and, and putting yourself out there and pushing yourself to do something that is uncomfortable at first will translate over into all aspects of your life. It'll make you a more confident person in your career. It'll make you a more confident lover. It'll make you a more confident parent. It'll make you more confident overall. And that's the one thing that I think that if you're not doing today regular physical exercise, that should be incorporated into your life because it's not just about what the scale says. It's not just about what the mirror reflects. It's about how you feel and how you project yourself to where you can be this well-rounded person. And that's something that I didn't know at the time, but I'm sure glad that I am discovering it because there's times where I go in, I just posted a video about me maxing out on squats for 315. Now I'm going to give you a little story here. It's scary. It's scary for me to put that stuff out there because in my mind, I should be able to squat more, but strength, confidence, looks, everything is relative. It's how you feel about yourself and pushing yourself to be better. So I I posted that video about me squatting 315, not to brag, but to put it out there to say, I I think I should be able to lift more than this because I am a 220 pound, six foot one male and other guys that are my size, when I see them in the gym, there are people lifting way more than me. But then on the flip side, I also know that I am I am lucky enough to be able to do 315. I am lucky enough, my perspective is there's other people that can't lift as much. 
And I also know my personal situations go into it. So the arthritis that I have in my, uh, my right side and how that affects my movement. But I'm not going to use, as an, use that as an excuse. I'm going to use that to push myself. I'm going to use that benchmark, that 315 benchmark to push myself to be, to be better. And next time if I try to, let's say I try to bump it up to 325, I might fail. But the thing is, is I have this, this goal, this small incremental goal that I'm going to get to or I'm going to work towards as long as it's important to me. And I'm not, I'm not somebody that maxes out on, on lifts all the time. So I'm, this is, has nothing to do with, with max lifting. It has to do with pushing myself to be a little bit more uncomfortable because you don't become less afraid, you become braver. And doing something that makes you uncomfortable and learning that it's actually not that scary translates over into all aspects of your life. And your mindset, your mindset that you you have going into, into a workout or into life in general affects so much. I'm going to be the first to say, and this is maybe an unpopular, unpopular opinion, but your metabolism isn't why you're overweight. Metabolism is a thing, but you, your metabolism becomes better when you build muscle, muscle tissue rather than fat. So if you're just sitting there and not doing anything about it, you can't blame your metabolism. You can't genetically say, hey, this person is skinny and that's no fair. Or this person looks the way that I want to look and that's no fair. If it's no fair, do something about it. Put yourself out there. One of my really close friends, he, uh, he, we worked together at the hotel. This was about eight years ago. And he... I remember we talked, and this is when I was at my 270, and he, I think he was at about 350, but he, I remember him always telling me, he goes, I've always been overweight. Like in high school, I was always overweight. And I, I was agreeing with him. I was like, yeah, I'm overweight too. And, you know, we had, not really a pity party, but we were, we were like, yeah, that sucks. Like I, I just, I look at food and I, I gain weight. But he didn't, he didn't think that he was doing anything wrong. He says, I don't eat that much. And I, I really, I really eat healthy foods. And then let's fast forward. So I think it was two years ago, he dropped a hundred, over a hundred pounds in just, I think 14 months is what it was. And it was strictly because he was on Weight Watchers and he was starting to follow a plan and he was taking responsibility for himself. And he was saying, Hey, I've always been a bigger person, but now I'm doing something about it. So now he no, no longer believes that he's always been a bigger person. But that was a way for him and me, because I remember feeling the same way, so I'm not putting all the onus on him, but I want to I want to put him in a spotlight because he deserves it, because he did it. He, he took the responsibility for himself. And then they had a kid. He gained, I think, 30 pounds back, and he's upset with himself. And it's like in a good way, though, because he's like, man, I... I know what I need to do and you catch yourself. So it's not just this perpetual, you know, motion of I'm going to lose, 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 lose. You're going to go, you're going to go lose weight, gain weight. You're going to go on these ups and downs. It's not always going to be a straight line, a linear line. It's going to have these, these fluctuations that sometimes you're going to feel worse than other days. But the key is, is to keep moving forward. 
And that's exactly why I am proud of him. And that's exactly why that I'm cheering for him. And it's, I totally get it. But he's no longer taking the idea that, hey, I'm just, I've always been a bigger person. There's nothing I can do about it. He is putting it on himself. And he is putting it on himself again. I think in the last couple weeks that he restarted on Weight Watchers, I think he's lost another 13 pounds. But to put things into perspective, he he was once over 350. And I think he, I don't remember what he got up to, but he was in like the mid-250s. And now he's, I don't know, probably 280, whatever it is. But he's still down 70 pounds overall, or over 70 pounds. But his mindset has changed of, I'm not going to let myself be the person that I was before because that person was a person that wasn't taking the responsibility. And I want to be the person that takes responsibility for my health. He has great motivators. He has an awesome wife that that pushes him. He is now a father. And it's it's those types of motivations that sometimes you need to open your eyes. So kind of got on a tangent about him, but I'm super proud of him, but just taking that responsibility and making yourself better to be able to be a better parent, a better spouse, a better boyfriend or girlfriend, a better worker, to be more just confident in your job to where you're not going in dreading your work or you're going in and you're able to stand up for yourself if somebody if somebody tries to to tear you down. And I'm not perfect. I, I still I still go through bouts of you know, people say something about me and I take it the wrong way. There's things that 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 hurt me, I guess, but I I can't let them tear me down. I have to be my own responsibility and I have to be my own person to build myself back up. And I have I have a great group of friends and a great group of uh, of family members that are around me that that are there that are seeing it. And it's scary at first because when you try to be a different person, it's scary because Change is scary in itself, but other people don't want to see you change. But you need to surround yourself with people that are okay with you changing, that are okay with you bettering yourself. Because at the end of the day, you bettering yourself will make all aspects of your life better, including your relationships with other people. And bring them along with you. Don't tear them down, but bring them along with you. Another quote that I heard, and I can't remember who it was, but build the biggest city or excuse me, build the biggest building in the city. Don't tear others down to be the biggest building. That makes sense. So be the biggest building by building it, but don't become the biggest building just because you're tearing other buildings down. Be the person that you want to be and do the things that you want to do. And at first it's going to be scary. You're going to dip your toe in the water and it might be cold. Okay, first it's your big toe, then it's your foot. Then all of a sudden it's some people just jump right in. I remember my son, he was worried about, I think, Momo, the Momo challenge on YouTube. And that's the one where the, the creepy doll was popping up on YouTube videos. And he heard about it from classmates. I don't know if he actually experienced it, but he ended up seeing a picture. And he was so scared. I mean, he was he was terrified. He wouldn't go to bed because he was like, what if Momo? And I was like, do you realize that this this creepy doll, yes, I don't like scary things either, but this this creepy doll is not what it is. It's 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 something in your head. So I pulled up a picture and I showed him the picture. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then he looks at it. He's like, oh. And I started explaining to him. I'm like, Photoshop, it's meant to be scary. It's not real. 
tell them about like the Avengers movie and how they make it look real and how they how they can make it look lifelike. I'm like, the reason that it's scary is because it's in your head. And ever since that night that I showed him the picture, he he hasn't been scared like that. Because he knows that sometimes you have to face your fears. You don't become less afraid, you become braver. There's things, there's times that you have to look under the bed. And sometimes you just have to have a belief that things are going to be okay. And that things aren't as scary as they actually seem. And for some people, you have to take the action and you have to put yourself out there to to realize that. Otherwise, you're just going to psych yourself out. You have to do something about it. And it's hard. I get it. It's hard. It's it's easy for me to talk about fitness because it's it's something that now comes natural. But it didn't come natural. When I first started, it wasn't natural. I, when I was running, I think, what was it, 14-minute miles and running, quotation, running, 14-minute miles, that wasn't easy. It wasn't easy getting out of my comfort zone and pushing myself to run. And at the time, I just knew who I didn't want to be. I didn't know who I wanted to become, but I knew who I didn't want to be. And sometimes that's motivation enough. And realizing that you're not being selfish for doing it to yourself, you're actually being beneficial to everybody around you. And with that being said, I think we're going to wrap the podcast up. I appreciate you listening to the episode. And I hope that I was able to draw connections. Sometimes I go into these and I, I don't necessarily know how I'm going to tie it all together. So I, I hope it was coherent enough for you guys. And if you guys have any questions, as always, send me an email, justin at philosophical.com, J-U-S-T-I-N at F-I-T-O-S-O-P-H-I-C-A-L.com or visit the website, philosophical.com. If you're looking for any help, whether you just need some advice, anything at all, send me a, send me a message. Um, I have a, a Facebook page. I, uh, you can also, once again, email me. And I'm not, I'm, I'm just looking to help, you know, it, it's not necessarily that you have to sign up and be a client, you know, if you need the help, let me know. And I'm, I'm more than happy to help. I appreciate you. Your feedback is always appreciated. If you would be kind enough to hop on the app store or the Google play, whatever, wherever you get your podcast from and, and rate uh, an honest rating. It doesn't even have to be five stars. Of course I would appreciate five stars, but uh, just rate and leave any feedback that you have on there because that that helps with the reach and until next time you guys take care